0: Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Life Tips. As you can hear, I am not Byron White. Unfortunately, you're stuck with Amanda Smith. Normally, Byron is here as my co-host, but this week he's out of town, so I'm left all by my lonesome. Um, So you will be treated to my delightfully charming yet slightly nasally voice. I do apologize for the latter. However, welcome to the Life Tips Weekly Show. Um, As everyone knows, we here at Life Tips love to celebrate people and businesses who've really dedicated themselves to going green. But this week, um, green has taken on a whole different uh, different meaning. Uh, We are actually broadcasting from Boston. So this week was St. Patrick's Day, which, as anyone who's ever been to Boston knows, we love to celebrate on a professional level. So this week, um, we are going green while we're wearing green, and we're doing a whole lot of green this week. So we actually brought on a great guest this week, Amelia Staten from Seven Bridges Cooperative in California. We're going to go to break, and we're going to bring Amelia on for everyone to have a chat. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages.
1: Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be
0: awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using Us.com. I can't afford to be away. you got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. How you click media. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but... oh. Here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with the Sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider.
1: One of my old friends and also a leader in the industry, Chris Jones, who is the CEO and president of Pepper Jam...
0: We have to be careful. We've known each other so long that I guess we can't just carry our personal conversations here in front of all your listeners, can we?
1: Yeah, let's let's not talk about those dance contests,
0: okay? <laughs> Affiliate Marketing Insider.
1: Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on
0: WebmasterRadio.fm. Testing at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flame power. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, welcome back, everyone. Clearly, I am the most inept radio host in the, in the history of radio hosts, but we have managed to pull through, and I cannot wait until Byron is back in the studio, let me tell you. But we are very lucky to have a great guest this week. We have Amelia Staten with us from Seven Bridges Cooperative. Amelia, are you here?
1: Yes, I am. We Excellent. <laughs> I'm
0: so glad we got you on the line. Hello, welcome to the show. Well, I'm glad to be here. Great. Um, so you are calling in from Santa Cruz, California, which I assume is a lot warmer than it is here in Boston.
1: Yeah, we have a little bit of, I don't know, probably 60
0: degrees. That's a typical California winter. It's pretty nice. We're actually snowing outside right now, which is uh-huh. fantastic. i you so spent six you're, years you're, in Boston. So. <laughs> you're calling in from Seven Bridges Cooperative in California. Can yeah. you tell me a little bit more about what you do? Clearly, our listeners know that we're talking about beer this week. So give us some
1: insight. Well, we are, first and foremost, a home brew supplier, mm-hmm. and we sell organic ingredients and supply, you know, environmentally friendly supplies for people who want to brew organic beer and, um, you know, lessen their impact on the environment and brew a healthy beer. Mm-hmm. Now, healthy beer. And we're a owned business.
0: That's fantastic you you brew healthy beer what kind of how how can you make beer healthy? Because I love the idea, okay
1: <laughs> well, I mean basically, you know there are tons of studies that have come out in the last few years, and I'm really bad at remembering sources, but I've seen tons of articles where moderate drinking, like one beer for a woman two beer for two beers for a man, is considered actually a health benefit, and when you Um, go to a store and buy a packaged beer, most commercial breweries, do they pasteurize the beer and filter it, and they're actually um, eliminating some of the healthier aspects of beer that are in homebrew. Because there are live enzymes, there are, um, you know, live yeast, um, there's different amino acids, all those things kind of get filtered out in a commercial setting. And and then something, you know, the, the... Pasteurization is a health thing and filtering is to produce a you know, perfectly clear product, which you know, most customers want. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you brew your own homebrew at home, you end up oftentimes with beer that actually has more flavor. Um, for, for listeners who spend time in microbreweries, brew pubs, you get a taste of what that can be like. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of microbreweries or brew pubs don't filter their beer or pasteurize it
0: now, take me back to the beginning. I am new to the whole idea of home brewing, and you can, you can well I, i've heard of people brewing beer in their own homes, but it always looked like kind of a shoddy process, and you know i 've never tasted a home brewed beer that actually came out well, but I mean that was hanging out with a lot of newbies to the process so mm-hmm. what what is the home brewing process?
1: Well, it is a process, and, you know, I, I say that to caution people who want a quick fix. It's really not the kind of hobby that is appropriate for for that. It's the kind of hobby people really get involved with. Um, most people that brew are going beyond just the idea of making your own beer and how cool is that. They enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. You know, think about people who really enjoy, you know, gourmet cooking at home, and, and you get an idea of what what I'm talking about. Um, it's there, you know, There's a whole bunch of stages. Um, so you start out by cooking up the beer and that's where you throw all the ingredients into the brew kettle and boil it up and throw in the hops and that in, in itself is a pretty awesome moment because most people who like beer love the smell of hops. Um, and so you cook it all up, you put it in a fermenter, put that fermenter away for a couple weeks um, for most simple brews, and then after a couple weeks, it's it's fermented and ready to bottle, and then you get to fill 50 or so bottles with your wow. homemade, homemade beer.
0: 50 beers in one batch? Yeah. That's, that's huge. Wow. Um, <clears throat> so, in essence, people can go to your website, which is sevenbridges.com?
1: No, it's breworganic.com. That's B-R-E-W-O-R-G-A-N-I-C.com. <laughs> Okay, so people can sign
0: online, go to your website, and order everything that they'll need to make their
1: own beer at home? Absolutely, and we actually have a, a virtual brewing class on, our, on the front page of our website. So I always suggest, you know, if you're not sure if this is for you and you want to get a better idea of what's involved with pictures and everything, you know, do the, the virtual brew class walkthrough and that will give you a sense of, of what kind of gear you need and what, what the steps are like in the process.
0: Mm-hmm. And your company deals only in organic ingredients, right? That's right.
1: That's and, right. and how did we, you get we, started? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's quite all right. Um, we started, actually, we've always been strictly organic, and we started our business because um, we wanted to research and develop or, all organic beer recipes and made the dismal discovery that there weren't ingredients available on a um, retail level. You know, so as individual homebrewers, we couldn't go out and buy organic hops or or organic grain or extract. And so we said, well, hey, we need to change that. And um, back in 97, we first opened our doors. And um, I think our first year, we just had a dismal showing. We were about five years ahead of the curve. But um, we just stuck to our guns, and now we have, you know, we can definitely say we have the world's best selection of organic brewing ingredients, and we're starting to work with local homebrew shops around the country to bring, you know, more organic options to homebrewers around the country.
0: Mm -hmm. So now you don't just do organic beer brewing. You actually sell organic
1: coffee as well, right? We sell green, unroasted coffee, we kind what of green like coffee? to say we're organic beverage, um, home beverage hobbyist junkies around here. <laughs> so, beer and coffee—that's uh-huh. um, my two favorite favorite drinks. So. Awesome. <laughs> so, you got me. Well, the green coffee is um, unroasted, and a lot of people are picking up this hobby where um, you can actually roast it cowboy style in a in a pan on a stove, but it is a bit. Um, time intensive and very smoky. So mm-hmm. most people opt to go with a home roasting appliance and their you know appliances range from around hundred dollars up to six or seven hundred for the home market. Um, but basically, in a nutshell, um, the green beans roast to a roasted coffee in anywhere from um, six to 15 or 20 minutes. Really? Be- so that is more immediate gratification of the way today to let the beans breathe after they've been roasted.
0: So you've sort of cornered control. the market on on this one-stop organic beverage shopping. People can sign online to your website. They can they can buy a whole home brewing beer kit and they can also buy uh the the green coffee beans and the coffee roaster all
1: at the same time. Yep, if they wanted to dive into two hobbies at once. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's very but good. I no. do
1: like to say, you know, everyone, if they follow the instructions and, you know, pay attention to cleanliness, everyone can brew a, a pretty great beer their first time or roast some nice coffee their first time. It's it's not too difficult to make, you know, a, a good product. But especially with brewing, you know, it takes a lifetime to master. There's so much to know. It's so fascinating. It's just, you know, there's centuries of knowledge out there, we have tons of books on it, and there are tons of websites and groups and homebrew clubs and its It's a whole um, community out there <laughs> oh that's really cool mm-hmm. uh,
0: so so let's take a step back and let's actually talk about the company as a whole because I know that you guys are very dedicated to reducing the carbon footprint that comes with a lot of manufacturing and distributing plants, stuff like that so t- what what is your company doing? in terms of, of dedication to reducing carbon footprint?
1: Um, well, promoting home brewing is in itself. Um, brewing at home is a lot lower impact than brewing beer and shipping it around because beer is something like 90 to 95 percent water. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a big brew plant and they're brewing up the beer and shipping it all over the country in, in big cases or big kegs, most of what they're shipping is water weight. Mm -hmm. So we're shipping dry ingredients, which is a lot less, you know, per beer. The weight ratio is a lot lower. And on a a local level, you know, we have everything. Every single light bulb is energy efficient, just simple things. We're a small business. We don't have huge amounts of resources. We have dreams of, in a few years, being able to go off the grid and, and get solar panels for our warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're currently shopping for a vehicle and considering low carbon impact options for a vehicle. Mm-hmm. We're we're veering in the direction of electric because there's so much controversy over um, biodiesel right now mm-hmm. and biofuels and and how that's impacting the world food market and having its own pollution problems and things like that. Um, but that you know it's a tough decision. But we're spending a lot of time on that decision, doing our research to to try and make the right choice.
0: So your company really is dedicated top to bottom to maintaining a green business, which is great. I mean, that's really, you know, what everybody's striving for these days.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it is. it is. It um, kind of makes it hard to be competitive sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we really struggled our first six years because we really do, we have a different kind of corporate paradigm than, than most, corporations in America where the, the top priority for most co- corporations is how much money can you make. Mm-hmm. And our top priority, because we're a worker-owned, member-owned business, is is maintaining a good work environment and um, upholding our environmental principles. Mm-hmm. So it definitely makes it a challenge. But, you know, after 10 years, I think we can definitely say we've been successful and, you know, now we're just seeing a huge increase in interest in, in brewing organic, both on a home and a um, commercial brewing level. A lot of commercial breweries are starting to put out organic beers. New Belgium is one of the big ones. That's a good mm-hmm. example. In the past couple of years, they've put out the Mothership Wit. And,
0: well, that's uh, really fantastic to hear that you guys are so dedicated to the, the whole idea. Um Delving back in for a second, I wanted to talk more mm-hmm. about your beer. Cool. <laughs> is, is it is it possible to make a light organic beer?
1: Oh yes, definitely. Really? I mean, the ingredients are the same um, in in a lot of respects. Like there's base malt, barley malt, and hops, and those are the two main ingredients in beer. And the differences between the organic grain and the non-organic grain are are not very much. I mean, there's, there's, there are some differences, but it's it's very subtle. Um, mm-hmm. There are more differences in hops, but um, there are some commercial beers out there already. There's a German one, and a couple breweries are putting out some lighter beers. The Mothership Wit is pretty light, also. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's it's highly possible. The lighter lager beers are actually harder to brew for home brewers because they require a cold fermentation. Mm -hmm. So unless you're in New England in the winter um, and have a cellar, (laughs) which possibly a lot of people do um, there, it is actually a bit of a challenge to do lagering. Um, On the West Coast it's a bigger challenge because we don't have that cold winter where we could put things down in the cellar and have them go at 50 degrees for a couple months.
0: Now, is there, if I were to make, you know, if I were to taste the difference between an organic light beer and a regular light beer, or an organic and a, and a comparable regular non-organic beer, would I notice a taste difference at all?
1: Well, um, it really depends. If you're talking to someone who is a professional beer taster, or um, there are, you know, people who are so passionate about the brewing hobby that they've become certified beer judges, Mm-hmm. And they could sit down and, you know, expound on the differences. Um, I think from a, you know, just a, a consumer point of view, when I've tasted um, similar beer styles, organic versus non-organic, I personally think that the organic just has a little more flavor. Mm-hmm. And a lot of organic brewers tend to think in, in a more craft, brewing artisan style of thinking and tend to focus on putting you know more flavorful ingredients into the into the brew and focus less on trying to make something that's going to appeal to the widest possible audience.
0: And if you're doing it yourself, you can really focus on making your own recipes. You can do your own raspberry beer, you can do your own apple beer. You
1: can you can add whatever ingredients you prefer, right? Yep, that's, that's what is the main attraction for so many people. Is so, you know, once you've gotten the basic um, process down, you can start to explore different beer styles that you want to make and um, tweak recipes. And, you know, there's literally thousands of homebrew recipes on the Internet that you can... Just tons of great books that have tons of recipes. Um, so, yeah, almost anything goes, although sometimes... That can backfire. (laughs) Um, I can't say the wasabi beer I tasted last year was very good.
0: (laughs) So now, what what is the what is the number one problem, number one mistake that newbies to the home brewing process
1: make? Um, Well, there's probably the overriding one is not taking seriously enough the need to keep things clean and sanitized.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it's not the fun part of the process, but cleaning and and keeping things sanitized is is really important. Um, beer has enough alcohol to prevent anything that could make you seriously ill from growing mm-hmm. in it. but mm-hmm. there are tons of bacteria that are alcohol tolerant that can make it taste vinegary or you know just not pleasant, mm-hmm. and you know that's where you might have had that experience with. The beer not tasting so great um, because you know the cleaning and sanitizing wasn't followed well enough, and right. a slight contamination happened. Now, have you ha- not, ever had to any? Be, Go ahead. Oh, just not to not to be overly concerned about something that can make you sick. That's what the alcohol's for. That's why in Old England, for instance, they hardly ever drank water because the beer was safe, but the water wasn't.
0: Now, have you ever had um, anyone call you with a major disaster? Like, has anyone ever blown up their garage because they really screwed up their home brewing process?
1: No one's blown up a garage because it's not flammable. You might be thinking of, of distillation, which is actually still illegal in the United States, mainly for that reason, because there are some serious, you know, danger implications, such as explosions or creating something that can make you go blind. <laughs> but with homebrew, that's not the case. Oh, oh um, good. The worst <laughs> disasters I've heard of, you know, most people typically ferment in a glass vessel, you know, so that's a disaster when you drop it or break it while it's full of your beer. Mm-hmm. Um killing the yeast so that it doesn't ferment, because yeast is like a little one-celled animal that eats the sugars and turns it into um, carbon dioxide and alcohol and makes makes your beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, you know, if you boil it or freeze it or, you know, expose it to really extreme temperatures, it will die. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a common one. In fact, with every beginner kit we ship, we include an extra package of yeast just to you know, help avoid that newbie disaster of their first batch not turning out because they killed the yeast. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last thing I want to know,
0: I was I was floating around your website for a little for a little bit, and I was I mean, you can learn a ton on your website. I mean, I'm sure you know, but um, mm-hmm. for our listeners, you really can get a great idea of of the basics and everything that you need to get yourself started with organic home brewing, and that's that's really cool. I mean, you guys have covered all your bases, but what is
1: Krausening your beer? What, did, what does that mean? Krausening is a German term for um, getting the beer carbonated by adding some um, unfermented wort. And wort is a word for the unfermented um, liquid. that is basically barley, malt, and hops before it's fermented into beer. It's called wort. And um, it's the process of adding that To the finished beer in a controlled amount to produce the desired amount of carbonation. Most Mm home brewers don't get to you know that they don't do that because it's a lot easier to just use a pre-measured amount of of bottling sugar. That's a lot more foolproof but um, it's possible. So that's more for the experts right? Exactly.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I won't do that my first time. I'll (laughs) I'll wait wait a little (laughs) further down the road.
1: Cool.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today, and I really appreciate everything that your business is doing to really promote, you know, environmentalism top to bottom in a company, and how a company really can thrive in in a, an entire green basis. So yeah, and have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're doing beer. That's fun. Yeah. So thank totally. you so much for talking to us. You're today. welcome. You're welcome. And Thanks for having us. one me more on. shout out for your website. Okay. It's breworganic.com. Perfect. So anybody who's looking to make your own beer, check it out. Thank you so much, Amelia, and that's You're it welcome. for today. All right. Take care. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.